0: Hello there, and welcome to the Content Minds. My name is Ryan Broderick, and I got a COVID test this morning, both nostrils, and I'm feeling real loosey-goosey. Oh, wait, why
1: both nostrils? Well,
0: the woman stuck it in one nostril, and then, without saying anything, stuck it in the second nostril, and then said, oh, sorry, I should have warned you, I do both nostrils.
1: <laughs> oh, that's that's fun of her. <laughs> yeah. Your name uh, is I'm, Luke. <laughs> yeah, my name is Luke. Sorry, I was distracted by the idea of doing both nostrils. You know, I still have a, I've never had cause to have a COVID test.
0: Alright. This was my second. Uh the first one, I think the woman was mad at me because she was really rough with me.
1: But I mean, it sounds like this one was mad at you as well. No, this lady Double was nostrils. nice. But um Look, man, she went she went in both holes. Like
0: Well, so actually the first time I got it, I was like, man, I wish they had done the second hole because I feel kinda like I feel like uh I wanted I wanted symmetry. You know, I wanted a symmetrical right, feeling. Okay. Uh, this time though, I take that back. Having both holes done is not fun. <laughs> cool, good yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah. The first time I got it, I could feel it like leave my nose and come into my mouth. Like I, like I think she Ooh. hit my tongue.
1: Oh, that's. I mean, that's good because you're supposed to do your throat as well. I think.
0: Well, that's what you got to do. You got to go all the way back. But this, uh, it was it was very fast. I got it done in four uh, four. Uh, le- actually no, I got it done in like I got results in like forty five minutes.
1: Oh, that is good. Yeah, we are struggling. The UK as a whole is struggling to get results back within twenty four hours. I think something like twenty percent of our results came back within twenty four hours.
0: Oh, well, where where I yeah, I'm...
1: this is, it's going quite badly here. Which considering we have a government that is trying, that like, is really yeah. bad. Yeah.
0: I can't speak for all of America. I've been very lucky uh, quarantining up in Massachusetts. But right now, if you have COVID symptoms, which listeners of the show will know that I did about a week ago and still feel kind of shitty. So I went in and I needed the test results before I fly. So because I had symptoms, they were like, it's it's all free. And I got results in like 30 minutes.
1: That's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is free for us. You just don't get your results ever.
0: Oh, well, that sort of defeats the whole purpose, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) Like Yeah.
1: it's a bit it's a bit off. I think the re- I think the record I've seen like on social media is 11 days um, which is 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 not anything
0: You could have you could just get covid by that point
1: Yep you would have just done some super spreading
0: I have a question What's going on with
1: Woolworths <laughs> Oh dude um <laughs> So 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 the information about this has just come out So for American listeners Woolworths is a British store like um I don't know I mean you wouldn't know actually it didn't exist when you were here uh but it I've basically heard of sold, it. I've heard of it. Yeah. It was kind of an iconic store in the UK because it did pick and mix candy. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um so you go in and get a like it was a classic place where you went before the cinema to fill up a bag so you didn't have to pay for expensive cinema suites. Okay. Yeah. Uh but it also sold a bunch of other stuff. It was it did really cheap um children's clothes, it did really cheap uh like stationery, like it did like a bunch of different things. Like om- almost a target, but yeah, actually, Target's probably the closest thing to it. To Woolworths, uh, okay. To Woolworths, yeah. But it had like, a couple of its unique things. They also like had a lot of cafes in them. I don't think Target has cafes.
0: Um, no. Sometimes they have Starbuckses in them, and you can sit.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, but it was it was like that, and it's it's um. But as a result, you know, it's a, it has a particular like place in the British imagination. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's a thing that people are nostalgic about, but it went under in the financial crisis. Oh uh, okay. yeah so so it's a quite nostalgic thing as well so everyone gets super excited about it Uh, And every now and again, like some brand will mention the idea of Woolworths and everyone will get really excited about it, like coming back Uh, for a while. It existed online only okay, uh, and it also still exists in Australia. Uh, They separate the brands and the Australian one's quite successful.
0: Wait, that's why I recognize it, because I've I've been to one in Sydney before.
1: That sounds right. Yeah, it was originally the same brand and then it separated, I think, before it went under, actually. But this week, uh, a (laughs) and we actually know this now as of about. Like an hour ago, uh, as we record this, a teenager in York uh, made up a fake account and said Woolworths is coming back. And it was reported by numerous national news websites as real based on this single account, which kept misspelling the name of it, which is the most frustrating thing. What's so crazy is that
0: teenager from York also wrote a warning... Uh, by anonymous
1: <laughs> yeah his name was actually miles taylor
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that teenager was miles taylor which we also just learned the name of about five minutes ago so no one thought to like call there must be a, a, a place you could call to find out if Woolworths well, was coming back
1: well this was the thing because there is a brand that owns the name right so we call co- like we obviously being a responsible news website Mm. uh, not content minds we're not responsible content minds is not responsible the news website i actually run that's right that's that's responsible um yeah no we called them and they were like we don't know what this is we don't know what's happening we still own the trademark for this um which was the thing and we were like okay that's not real then uh (laughs) but yeah it took it took a few hours and then like 12 hours later uh twitter took it down actually we assumed that the person involved had got like sketchy about it and taking it down but twitter took it down um but not before it hoaxed most of the british media um and yeah the, the guy was trying to get a good mark in his i think his a-level coursework so i hope he did that
0: wait here's a really good here's a really good graph from the guardian piece that went up about 40 that's good, minutes that's ago.
1: good that's gonna work really well on on, on this podcast what the, the graph Oh, paragraph. Okay, right. Okay, different, different oh, language, different newspaper language. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, for people who do not work or have ever worked in the media, journalists say in, "graph" in, a,
1: in American media.
0: American journalists say "graph" to mean paragraph, and then sometimes they'll spell it with like an "f" just to yep. be dumb. Anyways, the, the, this paragraph from the Guardian piece about the Woolworths Twitter account is very good, so I'm gonna read it. The individual who was only five years old when Woolworth went bankrupt has never <laughs> been in one of their stores. Instead they chose the brand for an experiment testing the brand loyalty of the British public because of its nostalgic appeal and to
1: capitalize on a pre
0: existing Twitter trend.
1: Yeah, it's um it, it worked. It was definitely In fact, it turns out all you need to tweet is Woolworth is coming back and everyone goes like that's I assume that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that was bad. Wow. Well, I mean Ta- talking talking of other things on British internet today I, I need to show you this uh a really important meme it's well i say it's a meme. it's copy pasta it's been around for like five years hit me i love is, copy pasta it is magnificent i'm a
0: huge copy pasta fan uh
1: so it's it's basically 4chan green text but i don't think it is like it was on 4chan but i think it was predated that okay uh but it's Pull up, to my, pull up to my Barrett new build home with my 25 year fixed rate mortgage and my grey Audi A3 on finance after a hard day's work as deputy assistant head of sales targeting. Open the boot and take out my River Island superdry bags with the new gear I bought on the way home from work. Yell hello to my wife for two years in the kitchen as she's already home from work as a team lead, leader in a call centre. Sit down on my leather sofa bought on sale at Sofology. Put my feet on the Ikea table, whap on the telly and tune in just in time to see Braddo's going through the rules of the final chase with the contestants who made it through before they face Anne Hegarty. <laughs> this might sound like to a but it's incredibly specific and it's like an a, amazing guy. Uh, perfect timing. So my wife comes in with a dinner. Another one of Jamie Oliver's cracking 30-minute meals. <laughs> Tuck in as I pretend to listen to my wife's stories from her day at work. Send a cheeky snap to Smister and Dino to see if they can come around for the Champions League match later to watch it on the old Sony Bravia. Maybe sneaking a few rounds of FIFA 17 on the PS4 first. Bloody Smister, or ignoring the rules of no tap What a melt, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. And someone tweeted this morning, and everyone was like, oh, I hate this. And then also was like, this guy is much happier than anyone looking at this meme has ever been.
0: Wait, wait send me the send me link. I want to look at it. I want to
1: look at it with my eyeballs. <laughs> okay, one second. <laughs> I, I long... To just be,
0: like, a thoughtless suburban goon. Just imagine imagine not
1: knowing what 4chan
0: was. Oh, my God. Hold on. Wait. Let me see if I can find out where this came from. 25 so years. The,
1: f- the, earliest, the earliest I found was a uh, 2017 4chan thread, but I believe it um, existed before that um, because it's, it's kind of the Dino character that existed there for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where it was, like, this, like, parody. Basically, there was a period when there was a thing, a guy called dino who americans treated as a, a pretended to be weaboos for so there was like this long term like there was like a six-month period when there was this character of like and they were all just fantasizing about the idea of like being real estate agents in essex
0: yeah uh, they were dina booze yeah Dina-boos. <laughs> wait i got i got another one that's really good from 2017 all right lads my name is Keza. i'm a 27 year old american dina boo essex fan for you yanks <laughs> I watch the footy and the in-betweeners on my licensed telly and spend my days perfecting my banter and playing superior Dino core games, FIFA Call of Duty Battlefield series. I practice practice my full Windsor every day. This superior tie knot never comes untied because it, it is looped over a thousand times and is vastly superior to any other tie knot on earth. I earned my tie license two years ago and my knots have been getting bigger every day. I speak English fluently, both the Estuary and the Cockney dialects, and I write fluently as well. I know everything about British history and their LAD code, which I follow 100%. When I get my UK visa, I'm moving to Essex to attend a prestigious ex-poly to learn more about their magnificent culture. I hope I can become an estate agent or a JJB sports manager and mortgage a Barrett new build. I own several polyester suits, which I wear around my local nightclubs. I want to get used to them before I move to Essex, so I can fit in easier. I share lad Bible posts on Facebook as often as I can, but really, does anyone manage to respond? Wish me
1: luck. And so, kind of an amazing detail on that, which it says a JJB Sports Manager, and JJB went out of business in like twenty twelve. <laughs> so So i don't i don't understand the timeline of this so
0: this is making fun of like a very famous post about a guy who's gonna move to japan because he loves anime yeah and so like the whole thing is like like a meta joke about becoming obsessed with being an essex real estate agent it's so good i think this was also during like the like cheeky nando's phase i think when everyone just like discovered british lads in 2016
1: yeah it was it was exactly that era of 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 uh, yeah
0: yeah this is this is superb i, I think i'm a d i am I think i'm a Dina boo now
1: I, I think you kind of always were like it was it's, it's fascinating because that's gone around all day and there is something just fascinating about the idea of yeah dude's happy it's fine everyone who lives this life is are so happy and everyone else is miserable <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just want just think of all of the internet stuff that is impossible to explain to anyone normal yeah and just living a life that is just involves yeah getting home from your hard day's work as deputy assistant head of sales targeting
0: i want to like wear a sweatsuit almost every day and then like go on vacations to like a shitty spanish island i want
1: that life no no no, no. i want to do the thing where you you wear a shirt uh, you wear a full suit and get in and watch like 20 minutes of tv in your suit and then your wife says oh foods and you're ready and you're like cool and you go upstairs and you change then you change into your sweatsuit oh yeah your that sounds good. then you come back down and you got like a nice hoodie and <laughs> sit there and eat your, you eat your dinner and it'd be lovely
0: yeah that sounds really nice i would love to have no thoughts and just live like i think the american equivalent would be like i want to be a chiropractor in new mexico
1: right yeah massive house because it's new mexico and land costs no money and
0: like you know it's just full of the ugliest shit in the world but it's really co- it's really comfortable and i own a margarita machine and a really big leather couch that is like too big but like and
1: all the all the paths the sidewalks are super wide so like you never have issues of like walking into people Everything's just easy
0: yeah or there's just there aren't any sidewalks or public spaces of any kind because right. it, everything you is so everywhere. everything's so privatized that there's there's literally no way for me to ever see anyone because i'm just in my car or my house or my office it's beautiful
1: right exactly yeah yeah what a dream what a dream
0: yeah go maybe own a a speedboat for a lake yeah yeah (sighs) yeah anyway (laughs) wow
1: Let's talk about uh the content we've been we've been watching on the 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 internet.
0: just been thinking just thinking about what life could be like if I was normal. <laughs> um, so this week, um we actually have been sent on a quest by uh a listener named Lucille, and I was asked by Lucille why her Facebook was full of horrible prank channels, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about these guys, they're almost always guys who do, like, shitty street magic and also, like, try to kiss women on the street and, like, just, like, do random fucking prank shit. And this is the one that she had mentioned specifically. So I'm sending this to Luke right now. His name is Paul Vu, and he's a magician. He's been on The Ellen Show, um, and his videos are all over Lucille's Facebook page. Uh, Lucille wrote to me and said, He's listed as the magician, but all of his videos are either pranks, where the person being pranked is clearly in on it, or some sort of surprise where, again, everyone is acting really badly. There are others that show up all the time for me, and what's weird is most of the comments are along the lines of, who finds this stuff funny? So I have no idea what audience they're making this stuff for. And uh, Lucille wanted to figure out, like, where are these coming from? Why are they all over Facebook? Why do they work? Um, So we're going to try to answer that question for Lucille today. um, Because... I think I think I know, but so I guess the, the first the, the our first stop here is Luke. Like, when did you first start noticing these pages like popping up all over Facebook?
1: So this was I'm trying to remember the exact timing of this, but I would say it was probably uh, two and a half to three years ago. Uh, it was around the time that Facebook Watch appeared because oh. Facebook Watch is super weird, and I think it's it's <laughs> very related to Facebook Watch. So uh,
0: explain kind of explain like what Facebook Watch is and where it came from.
1: Yeah, so Facebook Watch uh, I'm going to have to look at the date of when it actually started to exist, but it was it, it was a thing that Facebook came up with 2017 august 9th 2017 was when it was announced it appeared because facebook realized that video was super important to the internet uh it was after the live video boom which was had its own (laughs) nightmarish connotations uh, for many 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 things across the internet um But they specifically realized that they needed a way to get video out to everyone. And their solution was essentially a new tab in Facebook, which was called Facebook Watch. And the idea would be that more videos would appear there. Those videos would be longer. It would keep people on the site longer and offer more of an opportunity for advertising. What it became, and suddenly it became for my Facebook, was just a very small number of specific things. And I should caveat that I'm not a heavy Facebook user. I don't really use it other than occasionally for like reporting a story. Yeah. Do you use Facebook anymore?
0: Uh, like every nine months, I feel like for the past couple of years, I have, I've gone through a phase where I'm like, I, I, I would like to use Facebook more. Like, um, our friend Katie Natopolis is a big Facebook user. Like she loves groups and she loves yeah all those features. I've just never been able to like, it, it's too overwhelming for me as, of an app. Like it's just too much. So I, I pretty
1: much don't even post even life updates there anymore. I just don't know what I'm trying to achieve while I use it anymore. Like, it's not where I go for entertainment because I can't tell what I'm looking at ever, and it's not where I go to connect with people because uh, I that's also it's also bad for that. Like yeah. it's bad for everything you want to use it for.
0: Trying to like entertain yourself on Facebook is like trying to eat a nice meal in the aisle of a Walmart. Like it's just yeah, like not exactly. going to work. Like it's too it's too much garbage everywhere. You're you can't really focus on any one thing. And Facebook Watch to me felt, if I remember correctly, I feel like Facebook Watch also in the very beginning was being touted as like a Netflix killer. Like the idea was that Facebook was trying to like create a not cluttered mess of a place where you could watch videos that felt like the front page of YouTube or like the front page of Netflix.
1: Yeah, and there was a period when it was there was a period when they, they 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 commissioned a bunch of shows from people with the kind of the goal to do that and they were Netflix star shows. They had like dating shows they had documentaries they had i think they had some dramas on there as well oh yeah and, and they could they never quite figured out like they could never make people do it because like that's not what people call on facebook for and switching people from a kind of time-wasting app that you spend a short amount of time on to a destination was just not a flip they could make no. So as a result though this mechanism still exists within facebook which is facebook watch and I, and I mean for me i think it's guessing it like what i do because it's so weird and inconsistent and infrequent it gives me a very weird group of of videos a lot of them is so basically all my videos fall into like three categories one is uh british tv bits like clips from like british tv which makes sense because i see a lot of them for for work one of them is one of them is something that we've mean to do an episode on for age which which there's this guy called dar man who is an inspirational video guy okay
0: oh yeah you have wanted to do a thing on him for a while
1: yeah I mean, I can run through it now, but the short version of it is, is he does inspirational videos, which always result in this person was secretly rich and they were mean to him by accident. Oh. And it's it's, it's kind of amazing because it's like, hey, this woman, this guy's girlfriend is disappointed because he doesn't have any money. Right. So she gets together with his boss, but then he comes up with a million dollar idea for a new app and is now a billionaire. Mm, story as old as time. Yeah, she really regrets it. She really regrets it. Uh, yeah, and it's basically all focused on this. It's, it's just this insane morality play that. Yeah, I've, I, we should do an episode on it because I am obsessed with them. But that's my second category, and then my third category is prank videos. And it's always in like a small number of categories. I, th- I feel like the most common category that I come across is guys, and this is I think what your emailer thinks about the 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 like slightly just grossness of these categories. it's always a guy being like, "Hey, I have a nice car." to a woman and then he goes secretly i actually had a crap car right And then she goes like i'm no longer interested in hanging out with you and he's like gold digger right right uh, but except it's clearly staged we know it's staged i don't think anyone believes that it's not staged and you see this stuff and it has you know a million views on it and like a thousand shares and you're like right so that's not real is it
0: so i just pulled up mine because i was curious because I I've never actually probably even sat and looked at the watch tab yet before. Uh, my top video for me is a corn music video, and then it's okay. another music video for like a local pop punk band here called Four Year Strong that I like a lot. So like that that got me pretty good. Uh, then it's a video for this band Say Anything for a song of theirs called Shiksa, which is like a decade old at this point, and then it's Paul Vu he's on wow. my watch page and okay. i don't know i don't know if that's because i'm i literally just looked at his page and facebook was like you must like this content or it could also mean that this paul guy oh and then here's another one it's uh it's it's a page called that was epic and it's a gold digger prank it's literally a a jogging woman and a nice car it's literally the thing that you just described and yeah. it's right underneath it's the crazy. paul the paul vu video and so i'm wondering i guess like i wonder if this paul guy like has somehow like gotten stuck inside of Facebook because that can happen sometimes for like a page just becomes like ultra promoted for some reason because of some algorithmic quirk. And it just makes this person to like a viral celebrity kind of like out of nowhere for no reason. Uh, Cause it doesn't look like he's doing anything particularly. I mean, the one I'm looking at right now, it's something to do with like making a cutout of your keys. So it's like not even really a magic trick. It's just like how to copy, right. how to, how to make a homemade copy of your key.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, that's not a magic trick. That's not a prank. That's not anything. It's <laughs> a life hack. But that's the but, thing. It's like... Yeah, because I, I think what people have figured out with a lot of this stuff is that what you're trying to do, the more powerful thing, rather than getting the share, the share is powerful. But, you know, and if you got like, you know, 100,000 shares, you will get an awful lot of views and it'd be very valuable. But it is a lot more valuable to get a small number of people watching it and going like, okay, I I hate this. But... But I need to see the end of it because I want to know how it ends. So you do this like, hey, here's a hack. Hey, here's a prank. And you're like, all right, I'm going to watch this three minutes to just mm. see how this ends. Right. And that's the kind of thing they're trying to make it do because everyone, you do that, you get a million followers, you get a, a f- uh, sorry, you get a million views, you get a couple of followers off the back of it and you get a little bit of like support and you kind of build it up like that. And I think that's why, and those are the ones that end up in your feed. Like it's it's clickbait as a video, really. It's, it's watchbait.
0: Right. Because like, A prank video or a DIY tutorial or a magic trick is a form of entertainment that has a promised ending cooked into it. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, like right now I'm watching this video on the Paul Vu page where they're doing that thing where like you burn the outline of a key into tape and then you cut a plastic outline of the key. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen it, but yeah, I've never seen it. So like, I I know where this video is going, but I also like I I'm watching it still. Like, it's hypnotizing me right now because like the ending is part of it. Like, yeah, and I guess that's like int- it's interesting that like Facebook has has created content that like or it's or it's like like TV doesn't work this way. Like, I don't really sit and watch like magic tricks on TV all the time, but Facebook does no. work this way.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, it's like a four. It's they're always four minute long videos that promise something at the end, and then you get something at the end, and it's like, oh, okay, that was pretty much what I wanted, or, or what no, I wanted it's what I expected. They, they are really they are really hard to describe why they work, but it <laughs> is just this simple thing of explaining, like, hey, you're going to get to see X happen, and then four minutes later, X happens, and you go, great, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. also, also, they they typically are men on these men running these pages and have they usually have an assistant who happens to spend all her time wearing like yoga pants
0: yeah there's like there's definitely an aesthetic like there's like an internet video aesthetic that is like kind of like barely furnished mcmansions like yep. southern california sidewalks men in like cheap soft looking clothing that they you know like h&m clothing and then like yep. women in like yoga pants and it's all like bright
1: colors yoga pants and full faces of makeup which i feel like is important for explaining like how staged this is
0: yeah it, it's like it's it's kind of like a porn aesthetic but it's not really it's it's close and it's and it's kind of grotesque like if you watch so much if you watch a lot of these videos like they all start to like become like a neon orangey like turgid like it's like human spam kind of like it's it it, it the one I'm watching yeah. is so clearly staged. The woman is wearing like, like basically like a bikini to go jo- like jogging in, but she's
1: also wearing flip flops, right? Because you go jogging in flip flops.
0: Yeah, the whole thing is just like so clearly a setup.
1: Yeah. I, so I've just I've just come across one here, which is uh, this is an inspirational one, and it started, and they've spent three minutes. So, so it's a guy with his hands in a cardboard box, and you can see in, but he can't. You know that 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 setup, right? Uh, and he's like pulling apart a, a a present or something. And for the first minute and a half, it's running text across the screen, like physical text. In fact, uh, saying like he was born without, uh, he was born with a, it, when he was a kid. He experienced a terrible accident, and he was born without a certain body part. Does it say a certain body part? Uh, it says. He's without a body part that we take for granted,
0: <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: and I'm like, I need to know what body part this is i I don't take any of my body parts for granted
0: i am i i s i i'm I'm grateful to have them at all times, no. so
1: but yeah, this whole thing is is you know he's blindfolded. for this whole thing, so he's opening up uh like a box, he's pulling out what i don't know what this appears to be um it's he's oh right so he's unwrapping three different layers of this thing the first is like uh like fluffy packaging material and then he gets to a cardboard box and then he takes out the cardboard box and then within the cardboard box there's like a load of uh, plasticine like modeling clay yeah and then you have to get through the modeling clay to get to this thing in the middle which i I still can't see and it's now three minutes 15 into the video and i I, there's 20 seconds left, and I don't know what this body part is going to be that's so essential that this single thing is going to change his life. I have to um, know what this body part is. Yeah, so do I. But there is 10 seconds left, and I don't know yet. I have to know. What is it? Fuck off. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was it? It was It was basically his right uh, index finger. He'd lost the tip of it. And it's a plastic thing that goes over... His right index finger. Seems
0: kind of cruel to make a guy who doesn't have all his fingertips, like, dig through a bunch of boxes
1: to get a new (laughs) finger. But it's like, you know, he's he's missing, like, the top joint of his finger. Uh, Index finger. The first one, I think. Is that your index finger? Yeah, index finger. Yeah. Okay, right. So, yeah, he's missing the top of that. But it's clearly, like, a cheap version that's been bought in a joke shop. And then he has to, like, pretend to be crying that it's emotional and then it's over. Oh, that's... Okay, so I guess... So it's like, what, is, what are we trying to do here? It's it's this thing of, like, we know that this needs to be meaningful. We know it needs to be either very funny or very good. But no one really has the ideas for it. But the entire point of this is that they are making you watch it for an extended period of time. Like, that's it.
0: What What I think is really interesting about internet video is it's sort of like a return to vaudeville where you had these, like, really yes. low, like... Low comedy, like like bad drama, like kind of like almost like operas too had this vibe too, right? Where it's like, and that and all that stuff, like that those typical moments in like media they don't last. Like like I I sort of feel like Facebook has has just invented a vaudeville machine and like it can't it can't continue like it, it, history. Says it doesn't last, like the Facebook stars, the magicians, and the prank artists, and like the fucking people, the media companies investing shitloads of money and doing like cooking videos and all that stuff. Like, it's gonna feel very silly in about five
1: years when like this doesn't exist anymore. These people are carnies, basically. yeah they're getting into a tent to see, like, um, look at the great wondrous uh, magic elephant or whatever. And people are going in and going like, "Oh no, that's not a magic elephant. That's like that's that that's a watermelon that you've 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 put a, a, some ears on." Uh, and that's exactly what it is. It's like look at this amazing thing It's going to be amazing, and then you have to sit there for like four minutes, just like you had to play pay a two and six to get into the the carnival exhibit. And yeah, okay, so I'm I've got one now that I'm watching, and I, I want to I'm trying to figure out what this is going to do. So it involves shockingly three girls in a bikini. Crazy. Well. Three bikinis, admittedly. Okay, they're not sharing the bikini. That, that's good. No, that, that's that, good. that 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 would yeah, that would be weirder. Um, they are in a jacuzzi on the roof. It looks like, and then there's a guy further down who has got into a hammock with a, a large jug of milk. Okay. The caption for this video is "The girls went wild." That's a good caption.
0: <laughs> that's a great caption. The it. girls, they've gone wild.
1: Yeah, he's now he's now thrown. <laughs> Oh, geez this is the problem. If you describe the stuff out loud, it becomes it goes from being just like I want to know what happens here to just be completely insane. It's like just a
0: dream. It doesn't make any sense yeah, from point A to point he's, B.
1: He's thrown some of those, you know, those like mini like shots of a uh, cream you get for coffee in like a, a hotel buffet. Yeah. Right, he's thrown some of them at the girls. Like
0: little creamer packets?
1: Yeah, but the creamer packets are are sealed. But so they're not. So
0: so the women aren't getting covered in cream?
1: No, the women are now like slightly annoyed and they're now heading down to confront him about the fact he's thrown some cream packets at him. Okay. Uh, And then what? (laughs) I I don't know because the point is you've got to spin this out. And I do want to know why these girls go wild. I have to know why these women go wild.
0: (laughs) Please tell me.
1: It is a really effective, like, it is an effective machine. Oh, so what's happened is he is hidden in the hammock. They don't know he's there. So they're now looking to be like, where did these cream packets come from? Oh. I think what's going to happen is he's going to get out of the hammock. and empty. see They've now gone down below the hammock. And I think he's going to get out and empty the milk jug on them. I mean, there's transparently a hammock with a person in. Ah, okay, yes. Yes, he has emptied a small jug of milk on the ground near them.
0: <laughs> i want the women to get covered in milk because i'm a disgusting nope, old facebook man nope
1: nope you don't get that you, you get some that. milk poured on the ground near them and they run off and then the video immediately ends there is no there's nothing else after that there's no no So why no, do the like, women go out.
0: why do the women go wild
1: they don't really oh they go oh no and and, and move away so i'm
0: i'm watching one right now Uh, posted to the page, Supercar Blondie. And it's titled... titled, (laughs) Does it
1: involve a lot of cars and a lot of women?
0: So it's called... The the video is titled, The World's Longest Truck. And the caption is, That's a lot of wheels. And (laughs) the truck hasn't shown up yet. So I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to skip ahead. It's like a a dash cam footage. (gasps) Oh, whoa. That is a long truck. Wow. Luke. This truck is very long.
1: Okay, uh, I found it. I found it now. Uh, but see, this is it. So this is again a three-minute-long video, I and mean, we know it needs to be three minutes because if it's not three minutes, the algorithm punishes it. Like, right. That's that's where the line is at the moment. So the first two minutes to. Two minutes fifteen of this yeah. are just them waiting for the truck, and then it arrives, and it looks like it's carrying—is that a pipe or an aircraft fuselage? It's a pipe. It's like a fuse yeah it looks like a fuselage or something. But it's and it's also technically—it could technically, be—it could, be could be a rocket actually. It's technically not
0: one truck. It's actually like a fleet There's of a big trucks, gap. yeah, all tied together. But um, I'm definitely going to follow Supercar Barb. Bar- I'm definitely going to follow Supercar
1: Barbie for more long Sup- trucks. Supercar Blondie. I c- Which also, if you look at it, vid credit. Viral Hog.
0: Oh. Viral Hog?
1: Yeah. So this is Viral Hog. I've bought this from Supercar Blondie, I suspect.
0: Oh, I thought it was the other way around.
1: Um, Probably not. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe Maybe Supercar Blondie is a just content machine. I think most of these pages are. Um,
0: I'm watching another one about a snake inside of a toilet, but it's not really a snake. Yep. It's like a picture of a snake. It's supposed to scare people. But I, I guess like... It's like a whole world of stuff that I, because I don't use Facebook, I have never seen any of this stuff before.
1: No. Well, the thing is, is none of it is good enough to rip out and live on its own. Like, if there was a TV show which just did this, like did 10 of these over half an hour, you'd never watch it. Because you'd be like, I know what these are. They're always just faintly disappointing. But each time you see it on Facebook, you're like, maybe this is a good one. And it's not. It never is. There's never been a good one of them. But it's that thing of just getting you to watch it for long enough and be like, is this good? And you go through and go through and go through and then you're like, oh, okay. It did not do the thing that it promised to do at all. Or did it in the most basic way possible and I don't really care. But I've I've watched it now. I've given it the view and as a result of me and all the other people giving it the same views, it's now going to appear in the woman who emailed you's feed.
0: Well, I actually, I I think you you just said something really interesting too, which is that they're not good enough to to be ripped off and put on other platforms and i think that speaks to something really interesting and a really fundamental change of the internet in the last like 5 years which is that i almost like don't trust content anymore if it is only on one platform like tweets that get screenshot and put on tumblr Yeah, are usually better than just tweets that don't Right, like YouTube videos that get clipped and put on Twitter, like TikToks that get put on Twitter, like multi platform content is almost like a sign of quality. And so it's like if you're if you're a creator and you're just like making stuff for one platform that doesn't go anywhere else, like if you're just making Facebook videos and like that's your thing, like. It's one it's really unstable because like Facebook could just turn you off at any at any moment, but it also means you're probably
1: not even making yeah. anything particularly good. you're just hacking one website you're hacking a very specific algorithm right which yeah I mean it, it's an achievement like uh, and and I think a lot of the the best people at hack algorithm hacking are the ones who ride the waves and they figure out like this algorithm's dying or this hack is dying I'm gonna get the next one before it it, 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 it breaks and they just keep going keep going keep going and, and yeah. You will get there eventually.
0: I, I once interviewed a pair of like the very early. Wow. Sorry, I'm being distracted. This is disgusting. A guy just put a bunch of Doritos in a muffin tray and then filled the muffin tray also with ginger ale. And so now, what what is he going to do with the ginger ale and the Doritos? I don't understand. This is
1: the problem. This is the reason why this stuff is so addictive. Because you are like, I don't understand how this can happen. I need to like, because it's see just what's like, going to happen. It's here. just like
0: nonsense visuals.
1: Right. It's the same. Okay. It now is... he's going to now he's straining it. I think this is a but, joke. Is this a joke? But video? this exact thing was how um, Tasty succeeded and other similar food channels. They figured out like you could do this thing, and people just wanted to watch them. People just felt the satisfaction of, like, that was a specific thing. Like, you felt satisfied having watched the food being made. The, this stuff we're talking about now, the prank stuff is a different, it has a different thing where it's effectively the clickbait version of it, where it's like, I'm going to promise you this thing. You're like, all right, I, ha- I have to watch this now. I, ha- I need to watch these puppies being saved from a s- sewer. I need to watch, uh, Okay, I've gotten to I've got into Bollywood now, which is generally when you've when you've gone too far down your, your No, that's road. true.
0: Uh, basically, if you end up if you end up in the Bollywood clip section of Facebook, you are hitting the end of it. <laughs> like you've, yeah, yeah. you've gone way too far down. Um so before I was distracted by a uh, a bunch of like hypnotic Facebook videos. Um
1: what 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 did, what did they make?
0: It turned out to be like a parody of bad food videos. Right. So but um, I, I've I've interviewed a bunch of like prank channel people over the years and they're all like sociopaths and they're all horrible. And most of them are incredibly racist and spend all of their time trying to explain to you why it's not racist to go into like low income areas or predominantly black families and harass them on the street. Um, and they just they're they're awful. Like they're is they're exactly as awful as you think they would be. But what's also interesting is that they fundamentally there's usually two types. Um, I think, and, th- and I think this is probably true for like all internet video creators. They're like, they're either like sharky, like marketing people who just view content as content and like, they just make stuff and like, they don't care about quality. They just, it's all just a numbers game for them. Or they're yeah. the people who genuinely think they're going to become like the next Jimmy Fallon. And there's really no in between when it comes to like people who work in online video. And I'm, and it's not to say that like either way is a wrong way to think about yourself, but the numbers people typically tend to be the ones that are doing the best on Facebook because it's just yeah. it's just a way more cutthroat environment to make content.
1: Right, and this is where this is now switched over to, um, this is how it was on Facebook, but it's now how it's switched over to TikTok, um, which I've talked about before, the people who do disappearing pranks effectively. And we've had a few new hype houses be created in the UK recently. And a lot of them have picked up this thing of starting a prank on TikTok and then telling people to follow their YouTube in order to see the end of it
0: that's smart i actually haven't seen it's that being smart. being done here in america at all actually
1: i've seen a couple of americans do it but i think the british people are doing it a little bit more just because a lot of the british youtubers went have gone to tiktok a little bit more aggressively uh but yeah it's how it's how you do it you say hey i've put a uh a balloon on this guy's exhaust uh and you have a a minute long video if you put in the balloon and you're like okay all i want to know is when he starts the car i assume the balloon's gonna pop and like, I know that's what's going to happen, but I right. also would like to see that happen. And then he goes like, man, I can't believe I've done this cuts. And they are like, oh, and then if you go back to the main page, the next one's like, he's answering a bunch of like user questions. He's like, oh, I didn't really you guys well, to see it here. Anyway, it's on my YouTube. Go to my YouTube to see it. Right. And I go to his YouTube because, yeah, you don't know how sustainable TikTok's going to be and YouTube gets you better ad revenue. I think it's also interesting that like for the
0: majority of human history involving video, Only rich people could really make videos, right? Like, the production of a movie used to take up, like, multiple warehouses and require, like, insane amounts of capital to do the bare minimum. Yeah. And to watch videos also cost a lot of money. Like, you'd have to go to a movie theater or, like, buy a machine for your house to, like, power video. Like, it it was incredibly expensive to make and it was not cheap to consume. We are now though entering a phase and we're now solidly in a phase where making a video that looks professional is insanely cheap, like and really easy. And then also consuming video costs basically uh, as low as like $20 a month for your internet connection. You don't even you could probably figure out a way to do it completely for free, right? Like Facebook is totally yeah. free. So we're now seeing for the first time ever like what everyone wants to make in regards with video and what everyone wants to consume.
1: With video right, but but this is it this is this is the thing it's not what everyone makes and wants to watch it's it's if you ask people at the start of a day, hey, you can watch thirty minutes of these pranks or thirty minutes of a sitcom you like, people are going to'll like, oh, watch the sitcom, I know what these pranks are, I hate them, but people in the short term are going to make that decision the wrong decision every single time you know it, it's 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 fast food as opposed to cooking for yourself yes i think that's it's that true. thing of you need to kind of consciously make the right decision but what's happened is that those two things have been put together much easier than they have been before so you have the creators who are saying if i make this thing that i i don't think anyone loves their prank videos i think an awful lot of people are cynical about that about it or think i guess some of them think they're geniuses but the majority of them i think that do well are very cynical about it right and they're saying i'm gonna make my 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 thing that i hate but i know that people are going to watch it and that that's what counts I, i've put that i've moved that dial i've made that number go up and so what you end up with is those people being able to connect with the people who don't particularly want to watch it but are just doing it in in you know that part of their time but instead of what you're, they're doing is they're wasting a bunch of their time on these dumb videos that they they hate and would probably not remember right uh, and therefore they are making more of them and it, it, it both neither neither of the people are incentivized to, that's what they want to make but both of them are incentivized to do it by the fact that one it is presented to you in a very easy format to consume and two it is presented to you an easy format to repeat
0: and like i don't want to get too marshall in here but like one of the things about video that makes it different than like text or 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 still photographs is that like it requires way more senses to consume it right like it, you hear it you see it you like it's engaging with a lot more of you. And so it's very easy to create video that creates physical reactions. Like, so, I mean, essentially Facebook video is just pornography. Like it's, 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 it's based around one sort of stimulus and it's doing that same trick to you over and over and over again. So like you can watch the hot girls be like mean to the man because he doesn't have a sports car. And you can watch like the crappy, like, chicken burrito pizza get made and you can watch like the magic trick done with like the candle or whatever like and you just watch these things for three minutes you can watch the long truck and it's three minutes three minutes three minutes and you sit there and then the app just like keeps feeding you stuff and you know, an hour can go by and you haven't moved or had a single coherent thought, you've basically become a UK real estate developer all of a sudden. <laughs> you, you've become Dino. You're just sitting there having just like a right, proper laugh at some EastEnders bloopers and having not a single thought in your head, which sounds kind of beautiful, but is also pretty vulgar and uh, depressing.
1: Do you know what, what? Another thing that I think about with this Facebook Watch stuff, which is it, it went to the lowest common denominator because Facebook trusts its algorithms. And right. I don't know why, because it's proved that it's awful every single time and we're at a point where you need to not trust the algorithms and, and figure out a way to do it. But when this first started in twenty eighteen, Bill Murray and his brother Brian Doyle Murray had a ten part series where they went to minor league ballparks of America and talked to people there. Oh yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. And it was like it was a fine series. It's Bill Murray. He's kind of funny, but problematic for reasons that yeah. Is he? Uh, yeah, he had a thing. Is Bill Murray cancelled? Should we
0: cancel Bill Murray?
1: Oh, Bill Murray's cancelled, yeah. Uh, what was it?
0: all the guys on Reddit say he's
1: hilarious. Uh, yeah, he was accused of domestic violence in 2007. Bill Murray? Wow. Yeah. Wow. But purely in terms of the the content, it was like, yeah, they just went around and talked to a load of minor league baseball teams. And this was very much what Facebook Watch was trying to do. It was going to, it brought in a bunch of big stars to do big things and be like, yeah, this is going to be, uh... This is how we're going to run our show, um, and it's still got a couple of them. Red Table Talk being the obvious one. That, I mean of, that like show is garg-
0: that show is gargantuan.
1: That is like yeah. that is a true yeah. cultural force, and I
0: think I think it succeeds not because of Facebook, but in spite of Facebook. I don't think it actually is helped by Facebook in any way, and I think it would blow up regardless of what platform it was on.
1: I'd agree. Yeah, it, it really cut through, and it was just a very good, well made show. But yeah, I'm I'm going through that page of other stuff now of, of like other series they made and there's just so much stuff that just never went anywhere. And it's all got about th- is they've all got about three hundred thousand followers because they had that moment where they were like, Right, we're gonna make these people big. There's I the mean, next trick shot superstar, which was uh Dude Perfect doing a reality show of people being able to make trick shots. That's
0: like I mean that's a great idea for a show, I guess. Like I would never You'd never
1: watch it, but I can see that working.
0: Obviously Quibi just did it better. You know, Quibi was the superior product <laughs> to Facebook Watch. Yeah,
1: Quibi, Quibi was the one that, that, that yeah. Really, um, really I'm re-
0: It's it. really a bummer that uh, Quibi shut down before we could make our content mind show uh, for Quibi, where people pitch us uh, internet website ideas, and then we say if they're bad for society or not, <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't know how you that win. Would Maybe great. everyone loses, but... That would be our game show. It would be like Shark Tank, but for like ethics. (laughs) (laughs) To kind of circle back to where, how we got onto this whole thing, which is like, why do the, why are these videos all over Facebook? I think there's this thing that is true about Facebook's algorithm that because and you you kind of said this too which is that the, they trust their algorithm really well. So everything on the on the that you see on Facebook is because of the algorithm because the company believes in it so strongly. So all forms of like content that exist on Facebook exist because of the algorithm. So if the algorithm wants 3 minute plus videos all based around something that requires you to watch to the end, they're all going to do that and then when they do that, they look like prank videos, they look like magic tricks they look like recipes they look like right. diy it's, tutorials it, it,
1: it, it's humans hacking it though is is the is the other half of it it's if you make a thing that is optimized towards whatever thing it's going to be and in this case you're like hey we think engagement looks like people watching videos that are longer than three minutes to the end so those are the things we're going to reward what you are incentivizing is people to figure out like how to trick people into watching things until the end three minute videos until the end right that's that's the mechanic that's not quite working it.
0: no i think you're right like it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy where facebook like five or six years ago said like oh we want time on site and we want engagement and then they said okay well how do we get time on site and engagement to be higher and they said oh well it's these things clearly so then they're like okay we if we want those things to happen we need to emphasize them over other things so
1: right right that's it that's the exact thing is it's not that they said we want that it's that they said that this is the goal, so we will make the algorithm reward that rather than it will reward the things that lead to that. And those that's a really like finite difference, but it's a super important difference. Right. It's saying it's it's not saying, you know, what we want is long form video, which is means that many people watch it for a long time and it's high quality, so people engage with it in lots of different ways. It's saying like we want to we want you to trick people into watching videos for three minutes. Right, right. It's just all shit. <laughs> like it's all just <laughs> dumb shit, and like,
0: and it's laziness, and it's it's just there's no way to make pres- like prestige content on Facebook because the amount of content required to reach the scale at which you can make money on Facebook would doesn't allow you. Like, there's just not enough hours in the day or enough people involved to do it. Like, Red Table Talk is the closest that someone's gotten to it because it's literally run by like. An incredibly wealthy famous woman right yeah but your average Facebook creator does not have the time or resources in their life to make content good enough and also there's no incentive to make good content the only incentive is to get people to watch it and get people to stick around so the app can suggest you a second video so and then get people to share it so it's just like it doesn't have to be that way like you, you can optimize for anything I mean, Netflix in many ways has experimented with optimizing for more prestige stuff.
1: What What would the most interesting thing for Facebook to optimize for be for you?
0: Um, like beautiful women with huge jugs getting covered in milk. <laughs> uh, it just—I mean, it's I, a metric. But. I just want milk play. Um, or, so. Do you mean like what? You, what metric do you th- do? I think if they optimize
1: for it, would like fix the site. Yeah, why not? Like, what, like I, I, I think that any metric would have its own flaws, but like, what would you go for?
0: Um, I actually thought Facebook was the most fun when it was emphasizing comments. And that, that, that was like the period of time where like any person could accidentally like get like a million shares on a post. And it was just like weird random shit going viral on Facebook all the time. And like, I, those those days were interesting for me because news wasn't being shared yeah, it was just like a random person's Facebook post would just go viral. Um and it still happens every once in a while like like 6 months ago uh this woman went viral because she found spider eggs in her dildo and and like yeah. and like cut open her dildo and showed all the spider eggs like on a video. And that was like a pretty big day on Facebook, but I miss the days where just any random weirdo could go viral and it wasn't like n- news cuz I Yeah. I also just like miss the days in general where the website wasn't just news. Like do you remember websites that weren't newspaper or like media websites? Do you remember <laughs> just like going to like cracked.com to like look at some fun uh, lists? Cracked. What, uh, what what metric would you emphasize?
1: I think followers is what would I think. I don't know exactly how the mechanics of which you huh. do it on. But I would optimize to videos that resulted in people following them. Because I feel like that's engagement, like that's the key thing. It's like I want to see more from this person. That's a very interesting
0: idea. It's it's similar to YouTube, but not quite. The only yeah. the only metric, the only platform I can think of off the top of my head that came close to
1: that was like Vine, maybe. Yeah, maybe Vine, but yeah, Vine was it had a weird front page thing. But yeah, I think I think that's that. That's how I do it. I think your problem with that is that it's 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 you will end up getting to a lot of conspiratorial nonsense pretty fast because people yeah. gotta, like can't follow this for the truth and stuff but i do think that there's something in the idea of like rewarding people who are bringing in who you're bringing in followers who want to watch your next video not the current
0: yeah one. i mean i would like to do an episode about this in general later but I, I sort of feel like all followers like all follower systems are inherently fascist but like um no i think that would be interesting though because you would probably get, like, franchises really quick. You'd, you'd probably get, like... Um, yeah. It would definitely... It would emphasize, co- like, collaborative videos a lot more. So, like, creators would work together to, like... Kind of like Vine, where you would appear in other people's videos to get your own videos promoted.
1: Yeah, quite possible. It would immediately make the platform impossible for new people to get in on it. No, 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 because you don't do it in terms of, like, the number of followers. You do it in, like, a follower rate. Oh, So if okay. you have a hundred followers and you get another hundred followers, that's great. If you have a million followers and you get, because you're doing like prank videos that everyone hates, you're not going to, no one's going to follow that. I see. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool idea. We should, hey, should we like fix Facebook? Should we just like... We should we should start our own social platform.
0: Um, Actually, no lie. Like <laughs> next, week, <laughs> yeah. next week, an alpha test for a social platform I've been building in my spare time with a friend is going live. So <laughs> um, definitely... Uh, yeah. If you want to check out what I've been building with some friends the last couple of months, I'll definitely plug it on the show when it comes out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I've been building a social network in my spare time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've, I feel like we've solved the mystery of like why prank videos are all over Facebook.
1: I think we have. I think we have. Ask us more questions to do. Yeah. That was fun. I want to, I have a lot of, yeah, I want to, I want to solve these problems for people because I I also know nothing on the internet makes sense, but I also don't see most of it. It's true. And
0: I love when people show me their corners of the internet because it's always it's it's almost impossible to see the whole internet. And so the only way you really get to see like the good shit is when people show you something that you've never you would never stumble across.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Hey, Luke. What content have you been consuming to stay sane?
1: Uh, this week I watched uh, The Wandering Earth. What's The Wandering it's Earth? It's a movie that was made by uh, an author I really like, um, which is, um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but Brody uh, uh who is the guy who wrote Three Body Problem. Oh, yeah, but yeah. This is the huge, uh, it's an incredibly high-budget movie by this guy, who I, well, it's incredibly high-budget, it's like 50 million. Um but it's a high budget thing based on his short story, uh, and it is one of the most batshit thing like sci fi things I've ever watched. So I there's always a thing, which is like basically all sci fi is in kind of two halves. There's like the serious ideas that sci fi authors have, which could become novels or series of novels, and there's the ones that they thought were gonna become novels, but are eventually so dumb that they just write them as short stories and kind of like right. go like, fine, it's a short story, it's a novella or whatever. This is one of the short story ones because I'm going to tell you the plot of this. is It's on Netflix. It's a co-production with China, so it's it's a Chinese it's a Chinese movie, but runs on Netflix. And it, yeah, Netflix and the rest of the world. And the plot is that the earth, the sun is about to explode and engulf the Earth. Okay. Uh, so they need to move the Earth. That's why it's wandering. Okay. So they put ten thousand Earth engines across one half of the Earth in order to move the Earth from our solar system to a different solar system. Okay. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of questions about how that works. <laughs> yeah, work. yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're very, very powerful Earth engines. Uh, everyone on Earth at the time goes to live under the Earth engines because that's the only bit of the Earth that's going to be warm uh, while the rest of it turns into snow and, and like, it's covered in, like, enormous glasses and stuff because, obviously, they're, you know, you're moving away from the sun. right. Uh, There's also, you know, human population is like collapses because of tsunamis that happen everywhere. Uh, Yeah, wouldn't you
0: just destroy the Earth if you tried to move
1: it? It's not in a great place, uh, but the idea is that everyone's, it's the only way to save humanity. Otherwise, the Earth is engulfed by the sun and dies. Okay. But the central point of the film is that the the idea is they're going to use Jupiter as a slingshot, like the gravity of Jupiter slingshot the Earth out of the solar system, and they fuck it up. It's going in the wrong direction and it's going too close to Jupiter and Jupiter has now captured it and is pulling it into Jupiter itself, which oh, is bad. That is yeah, bad, it's yeah. not good. It's not good. So the main character of the movie uh, and his father, his father is on a space station which is supposed to be a pathfinder for the Earth itself. Uh-huh. Um, spoilers to this, by the way, in case I'm not planning to watch it, but it is a fucking batshit movie. Uh, they then figure out a way to overpower the Earth engines because the, the Earth's atmosphere is being pulled into Jupiter and the Earth having an oxygen-based atmosphere or, you know, nitrogen-based but with plenty of oxygen, has mixed with the hydrogen-based atmosphere of Jupiter so they're going to overpower the Earth engines, like make a really big powerful one which goes into this mixture blows up Jupiter Oh, and then the power of that pu- pushes the Earth away so it doesn't crash into Jupiter and instead goes around. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) That is truly insane. It's one of those things where, like, having heard a bunch about it for a while and liking the author, because I think his books are good, even though he is very, very in favor of the Chinese government and has some problematic views on what they're doing to Muslims. But... Well, just Leaving like Bro Murray. Um, just, yep, sorry. Everyone's problematic. Everyone's uh, problematic. <laughs> your favorite's problematic. Um, that's, there's the blog we should pick up at some point. We should
0: go back and do, do a whole thing. I, I wonder if I can find yeah. out who they were and interview them. That'd be kind of cool.
1: That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so this, this whole plot happens. It's absolutely batshit. And I was expecting a lot more from it. And I was super disappointed by it. Oh. But one of my favorite things from it was that there is a secondary character in it uh, called Tim. <laughs> okay who is who is the comedy value in it because he is uh half australian and half chinese and keeps fucking everything up oh. and i just really enjoy that a fully chinese full chinese production uh, has a comedy value australian character that's actually like, pretty good yeah i'm like i really like that this is a universal thing
0: i like that no matter where you are in the world we can all agree that Australians. Just they're
1: tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also he also has like full bleached hair. As, oh, cool! As yeah, Wall Street. I was like, yeah, great. He's Perfect. just
0: he's just walking around carrying a surfboard everywhere.
1: <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> he's yeah. got like
0: a, he's got like an outback hat and a surfboard, and he's just like walking around, like yeah, yeah. He's crikey, the kind of mate. We gotta blow up Jupiter.
1: <laughs> it's also super weird because being Chinese, it is incredibly pro all the, everything that the Chinese do in it. Uh, and it's yeah. it's kind of weird to watch me like oh yeah no this is this is what American movies look like to people who aren't American or you know American, you're not okay. American though right Luke no but like <laughs> we, up, we we grew up in your cultural that's true. Effluence.
0: That's true. You you guys are kind of like a garbage dump for American action movies. Like that's like the yeah, number exactly. one export you guys get.
1: Yeah. But watching it in Chinese, you're like, wow, the Chinese are really heroes here. Everyone's fucked up. Oh
0: wait, yeah, I see what's. Oh here. right, I see what's Yeah. That, that that's the feeling you get when you're watching propaganda. Where you're like,
1: oh wait, oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh what kind of interview have you been consuming to say, sane?
0: Pretty similar to you. Um uh I've been watching uh a reality show about yachting called Below Deck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's on Bravo and they've been playing a like weeks long marathon leading up to Halloween for some reason. So I've been watching it It's on Netflix as well. Yeah, it's uh no no no, it's on Am- it's on Amazon here. Um my sister oh, okay. bought all the seasons. Um so sure. It's um it's incredible. It's, like, one of the most incredible TV shows I've ever watched. Uh, I have so many opinions about it, and, I, and I'm almost, like, overloading trying to, like, figure out what to talk about. <laughs> but the character that I'm sort of the most obsessed with is this British guy. He's from, the, he's from like, southern England, and he's, like, incredibly posh, like, to the point where he's got, like, the posh, like, kind of, like, voice. That was and, Scottish, but that's no, 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 like, the po- like, the... <laughs> Like, he's doing the, like... That's like a strong hire. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Not Scotland again. No, he, but he's not Scottish. Anyways, <laughs> and he's got, like, spiky hair, and he's just, like... At first, I thought he was, like, the villain of the show, but I've come to, like, love him quite a bit. Because he's British. Uh, yeah, well, he's also, like... Yeah, he's, like, a posh British man on a yacht. Of course I think he's the villain. But it is a really interesting look at, like how horrible people from commonwealth countries are when they get to the mediterranean sea so it's just like south africans and australians and like british people and then like a bunch of like people from florida all just like being completely horrible to each other on boats it's fantastic i have my my big hot take is that i think captain sandy completely set up hannah and that malia and captain sandy conspired to get hannah fired and i don't think I think everyone knew that Hannah had a prescription for that volume that she was caught with. I think it was a setup wow. from day one because she refused to change rooms with Malia so that Malia
1: could bunk with her boyfriend. So That's a hot take. I don't know if our audience will be able to, to live with that.
0: Yeah, uh, let me know. Uh, t- tweet at me and let me know what your below deck uh, <laughs> hot takes are. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pro Ben. Uh, I've, come, I've come around on Kat. I think she's okay. Um, at first, I didn't like her very much, but now I like her. Cool.
1: That's that's that sounds good <laughs> uh,
0: thank you guys for listening. um send us more questions we will we will get to the bottom of any problem we can and uh Luke I, I think uh, I'm gonna go over to our other show and I'll, I'll see you there on our, on our other podcast okay
1: let's do it let's okay. do it
0: because uh, we're gonna talk about suicide squad. Yeah. And I'm very excited go. to talk about Suicide Squad. Spoiler, <laughs> cool. I loved it. <laughs>
1: interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, would watch it a third time. <laughs> I've seen wow. it twice already. So, yeah, cool. Thank you guys for listening and uh, talk to you next week. Oh, um, next week. Uh, so, uh, programming scheduling notes for you guys. Uh, next week is the election. So, next week's episode is going to be real interesting, <laughs> depending on how things go. Yeah.
1: And, and, yeah, to let you behind the curtain, as we say, we, we record this on a Wednesday night. Uh, well, Wednesday night, my time, Wednesday afternoon, your time. Uh, I don't know if we are going to be done with the election then. I assume not. So, yeah, it, it could get it could get interesting.
0: Yeah. I will also have just finished my journey to Belize. Um, so uh, things will be a little scattered. Uh, timings might be strange, but I think it'll be mostly fine. Um, and then the week after um, the election, um, we're, we'll have a whole police episode for you because i have discovered like an insane like real estate section of youtube that's like trying to convince people to buy property in like central america and like i'm very excited Oh, like like
1: like like, right that's that's i mean that's why you're going down there so that
0: yeah so it'll be very
1: interesting um anyways
0: i will uh i'll see you in the other podcast bye luke
1: yeah